Welcome to the Self-Awareness and Self-Compassion Podcast, formerly known as the Full Spectrum Feeling Podcast. I'm your host, Blaise Schwaller, life coach, mom, and former tattoo artist. I help people heal their past, speak their truth, and love the lives that they're living now. Join me here every week for conversations on how to live an imperfect but fully engaged life that embraces all the feels so that you can stretch into your best life while enjoying the you that's here right now. Hello and welcome back to Full Spectrum Feeling. This is Blaze and this week we're going to talk about deprivation. Bum bum bum. Nobody likes to feel deprived. I certainly don't. I know you don't either. So let's get into it. (laughs) This comes up for me because I've thought a lot about food lately and different strategies that I've had around how I feel when I decide that I shouldn't be eating something. There's so much going on there to unpack, right? So one, are we allowed to eat whatever we want or do we decide that we're not? Once we're adults, like we're kind of in charge of everything, but we have all these judgments around what we should do and what's best for us and conflicting ideas about what's even correct and then ways to justify to get what we actually want. So there's a lot about desire in there as well. And then when we have a desire and we decide that we're not going to fulfill it or it's somehow blocked from us, then we feel deprived. And what do we do about it? Now, what's interesting is that usually we just plug in another easy desire fulfillment, I think, in order to plug the hole of feeling deprived somewhere else. So if I feel like I'm lacking in having time or I'm lacking in having attention, I will want to give that to myself in the form of like, let's bake brownies, let's have something warm and delicious and smells good and eat it. And that for me will fill the hole of feeling sad or lonely or overwhelmed. And I've recognized, fortunately, that this is not necessarily the healthiest pattern that I have in my life. So I'm trying to unpack it for myself and for other people who are going through similar. How can I cope with that? While it's still true, I mean, it's hard for me to just turn that off. It's not just going to go away. It is actually my go-to action or thought or feeling. So I need to acknowledge that it's there. And I need to recognize what it is that I'm feeling deprived of. And then attempt sometimes to use my brain to direct myself to something that fulfills the desire that I have in a different way. Sometimes I think we really get hung up on having things the way that we want it. And that means having things the way that we've preconceived it. So if I've thought about my whole day and I'm anticipating that I get to do something and then it doesn't happen, now I feel like something was taken away from me and I'm angry about it. And I throw my little inner tantrum or I throw an outer tantrum, even worse, right? And then I have to figure out how to get off of that tailspin. So, so much of life really is us bouncing back and forth between what we want, what didn't happen, how angry we are about it, what we're going to do about it. We get very dramatic. And I know that I have that in me. I have a dramatic soul and that is okay. So I watch myself and I witness myself a lot through these kinds of tantrums, through these kinds of desires. And I try to talk myself down off the ledge to be like, you know what, Blaze, it's going to be okay. You don't need everything that you want instantaneously. I know that that's what you want what you think you want, but it's not necessarily good for you. And what is, you know, as, as you've probably guessed and witnessed for yourself and felt for yourself, obvious, that doesn't work. <laughs> you can 
can tell yourself to behave nicer or like follow the logic and understand why something isn't good for you or why things aren't happening and justify it. But that itself does not squash the desire. It doesn't get rid of the feeling of having been deprived of something that you want. And it doesn't necessarily stop you from reaching out and doing whatever it is you do to fill that void. And I've even heard my young daughter say, you know, mom, I just want what I want. That's what I want. And I'm mad because you don't seem to care that that's how I feel. And part of me is like, oh, my child, if only you knew, like it goes on forever. You grow up and you still want what you want and you don't get it. And you do feel like people just don't understand. (laughs) And if they only truly understood how much you wanted, then somehow the world would like just reform itself and give us what we want. And you can tell yourself all day long that it's probably better off for us anyway. But in that moment, all you feel is cranky and pissed off and sad and angry. Usually, fortunately for me, in like a smaller way, like not huge tantrum way, but yeah, disappointment, man. It just feels like a little crumbling in your heart and a deflation of your shoulders. And like, you just, ugh, things aren't great. And I guess for me, what I find I like to do or I'm wanting to do more is put in some substitutions for myself that more often than not, I now have the option to choose something that might be a little bit more nourishing long-term than what I would normally grab for instantaneously. So I'm trying to wean myself off of sugar. I mean, I've talked about this so much. Y'all know it's probably never going to happen for me. (laughs) I'm never going to actually stop eating sugar, but I am actually succeeding in making lots of less less sugary choices, which I'm going to celebrate right here with y'all that thank goodness that's happening. And part of the way that it's happening is one, I'm not purchasing sugary stuff anymore. Like I'll go shopping and I'll want it and go, you know, I don't need ice cream. I can get a yogurt that is not the sugary additive yogurt and I can eat that. My other huge downfall is chocolate. Oh my God, I love me some chocolate. And I'm trying to make more responsible choices there as well and recognizing that I actually have like ceremonial grade cacao and I could have it without adding sugar and I could actually be conscious of it. And ooh, here's something interesting that I'd like to share with you because I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you. It, it almost smacks to me of self-sabotage. So let's talk about it. I get the ceremonial cacao. Like this is this beautiful thing. It doesn't have the sugar. You can like really take your time and appreciate the flavors and like honor the plant and have this relationship with it. And what I've actually done there is instead of actually moving on to my alternative cacao, which is actually better for me in a whole food and wouldn't have the sugar, I stopped myself from doing it because now I've talked myself into it now needs to be this big thing. It now needs to be more conscious that I'm actually capable of being in most of my moments in my mind, it needs to like, I don't know, it needs to take up more time. I need to actually like say a prayer to it or something. And it scared me off of the whole thing. And what was a viable, better alternative for me, I've actually bought, spent the money on, it's taking up space on in my cabinet and then I'm not doing it. And I actually found this happened when I was starting to eat healthier in general as well as that I'd buy all these wonderful vegetables and they would just live in the crisper and I'd never actually get to them because I would just reach for what was easy and convenient first. And sadly, that's what's happening again. So I, if you're out there and this has happened to you, I want to say I completely relate. 
you're not like, it's weird. I don't want to say like, you're not failing it. This is pretty much human nature. This is what we do is we're moving in the right direction. We come up with something that we think is going to help. And then we realize it's not actually helping as much as we had hoped. So then there's that crushing sense of defeat. Ah, but here's the, the silver lining is that I do have this awesome new alternative. Sometimes I do actually take the time and drink it. It is building a stronger desire for that because to me it actually, it has more depth of flavor. I appreciate it more. I understand and I'm forgiving myself for not mostly being capable of having a ceremony or making this into a ritual, but I am deeply grateful for the way that this food has been sourced. I'm grateful for the way that it's come into my life, that it's more sustainably sourced and bought and paying people living wages. And it cost me a lot of money and I'm okay with that. And it, ah, it's just a more whole food. It's probably a lot better for my gut. And I actually do feel that way. It does it's a very different experience versus eating a candy bar. And it is slowly teaching me that I actually don't like Hershey bars anymore, which is kind of in my mind a win. So I guess there is slow progress being seen there. There is a way that I am moving forward. It's just not the instantaneous gratification that I always hope for. And I guess every year with more and more chagrin, wisdom, appreciation, I realize that change takes time change takes so much time and slow change is still change. It's still positive and it's okay to appreciate that and judge myself less for not being perfect and for not, you know, instantaneously becoming, I don't know, this like healthy fit, amazing, like awake and inspired person every day. I think that's actually, I don't even really want that anymore. Because I actually think I would feel deprived. I would feel deprived of the range of emotions and successes that I actually enjoy going at a slower pace. So let's all celebrate that. Having very slow successes actually means we're getting to celebrate success for a longer period of time. Let's let's look at it that way because I think that's a enjoyable way to look at this kind of progress. Oh, gracious me. So desire discipline. Oh, that's the other one, right? We feel like we need to have discipline and somehow force ourselves into doing something. And that 100% always leads to me feeling like I'm being deprived and that I've chosen not to give myself something. And I'm very much not aware in the moment how much I don't actually want the thing that I'm choosing to do. I'm, I'm starting to back out and have like the, the wider perspective that goes, you know, you actually don't want that piece of cake. You just feel like if you don't eat it, then there won't be any cake left for you. And then you'll feel sad because you didn't get to have cake, but you're not actually asking the right question, please, which is, do you think the cake tastes good? Do you want that in your body? And most of the time my answer is, God, I don't want to eat that. Why would I want to eat that? <laughs> so sometimes what I get hung up on, I guess, is just wanting to be included so much of um, my personal form of feeling excluded or feeling deprived is feeling left out or feeling like there's something there that everyone else gets to have and I don't get to have and I want it to. And it feels very young and defiant and juvenile. And I actually today am really appreciating the heck out of that piece of myself because God, it's so real. It is me as a teenager, me as a little kid, me just having meanness 
realizing that I have a desire and that I, I count and that I'm important. So I think when deprivation comes up, I think it's like this big sign that we're raising to ourselves going, I'm important and I matter. And I feel like you're ignoring me or someone is ignoring me and I exist and I'm important. And I think if I can look at it that way, if I can notice that when I'm feeling deprived, there's just a part of me going, Hey, I matter. Why aren't you taking care of me? That actually flips on a light of compassion, at least a tiny bit, maybe not effectively in every moment, but it is there and it will get stronger with practice to say, Oh, right. Okay. I'm feeling upset and I'm feeling like I wanted something and like I'm not seeing myself and everyone wants to be seen. We want to be acknowledged and loved. And I think that's what we're reaching for when we want something is I, I want love. I want this thing. And I think that having it will make me feel better and closer to either an ideal, a person, an experience, whatever it is. So when we can look at it that way and go, ah, but what if I already am worthy of all of that? What if I might even already have that? Can I be with myself and still be disappointed and not feel like I've lost something? Or if I feel that loss to not have it feel like a judgment against myself, like I wasn't worthy. I think when I feel deprived, I feel like I have been judged unworthy and I don't get to have versus if something doesn't happen for me, it just didn't happen. It wasn't on purpose. It wasn't directed specifically, hey, Blaze, you suck. Don't get that. There is a difference in how I receive both of those things. I'm actually really curious. I think I'm going to have to try this going forward to see how it plays out. And I think it will be a fun experiment. And honestly, please come along for the ride. Join it with me. Let's see if the next time our inner child flips the fuck out that we didn't get something that we wanted, or we realize that we're doing something to fill the hole of what we feel like we don't have, that we need, that we want, that someone is taking away from us. If we can look at that and go, ah, this is just me really needing to be acknowledged and to be loved and appreciated for who I am right now, to just be seen and cared about and to be able to go, oh, I do actually care about myself a lot. Like that's why I'm showing up and wanting to give myself something. It's why I'm trying to fill that hole. Suddenly you're like, wow, I have so much compassion for myself because all of these times that I've been judging myself for giving myself bad things and like, I don't know sneaking your peppermint patties or something <laughs> to just feel like I have a treat that no one else has. Ha ha ha. You know, like you realize that you're doing something like that because you care about yourself and you're wanting yourself to feel better. And suddenly there's compassion and suddenly there's care. And you're like, Oh, sweet little soul that I am. How else can I do this for us? How can I show up and be present for that pain and just like a loving parent, maybe not give myself the candy, but give myself the hug and the love that was really desired underneath it and watch how quickly my desire changes and my attention shifts. And I didn't really care about that thing as much as I thought I did. And that's actually been remarkable for me to witness as well as how often what I want as soon as I have that moment of pause and go, oh, I love you even with this desire, even with this perceived lack how quickly I can move right on to something else and not care very much, even if it does repeat. And isn't that interesting? Like even if a few days, a few moments later, I might have the same thing come up again, it does get softened and it does seem to reduce because of that care. Mm. Gosh, we're complex as human beings, aren't we? 
My friends, I hope that whatever you're feeling deprived of, whatever you're feeling like you're left out or that you need something and that you just aren't getting it, that you're able to show up for yourself with just a tiny piece, a little speck more of compassion and presence than maybe you were this morning to be able to be there for yourself and go, oh man, this is happening again. And I, I'm here for it. I'm here for the me that's going to do the thing. I'm going to do it. I'm going to fill that void with something else, but to love yourself anyway, and to notice that each time you're able to love yourself anyway, that more options open up for you, that maybe some unhealthy habits start to get less and to really notice how successfully you are shifting things that as you give yourself options, even though you're not taking them all the time, it is movement in the right direction and that you are swimming forward, you know, like you're making progress up that stream. So it's totally okay. It's funny. I'm like, why are we even going upstream? I think we should go with the flow, <laughs> but we're having a better time of it. And we're actually going where we need to be and we're becoming healthier, healthier humans, healthier spirits. Mm. Sending you so much love. I hope you have a marvelous week and I will see you next time. Thanks so much for joining me. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with someone you love and leave us a review. You can learn more and get some self-compassion tips and tricks by visiting coachwithblaze.com where you can sign up to get my free booklet on overcoming anxiety, overwhelm, exhaustion, and burnout. I'm sending you so much appreciation and love and I'll see you next time.